It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Romanoff Von Domanoff. He is promo code Ron Von D. He is Davey Two Trees. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm sorry, Rich. I couldn't hear you. You know why I couldn't hear you? Why couldn't you hear me, Ryan? My PlayStation 5 was booting up while you were talking. I couldn't that's hear a, you. That's, a, that's an I couldn't hear you. thing to say. Oh, is, is it, it loud? Is it really loud? Maybe no, I would want it. No, it's dead quiet. Well, then but how could like you? The, hmm. It makes a it 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 has an aura to it. An that, aura. Uh, yeah. Can you make it's dead love quiet to it? though? Uh, I've I've <laughs> tried, um, unsuccessful so far. All right. Well, we'll, well talk look, about that in a, in a minute. I have a feeling we're going to get to you and your PlayStation Five at yes. some point mm-hmm. on the program here today. Uh, Ryan, Movember is in the books. I want to congratulate you. Very well done last month. You raised a lot of money, and you put on a nice little concert last week on the Twitch stream. And it was it was a bit of a blur, as we said. Well, I don't really remember much of it because we had sneaky margs. Most rock stars, I would imagine, Ryan, uh, similar. You know, they don't yeah. remember a lot of their concerts. Yeah, it was just I, I was like Frank the Tank, and when he did like the debate, yeah. like I just blacked out. So just hopefully, out. It was, hopefully it was good. I haven't watched. I won't watch it. But I tried clipping one of the things to post to Twitter, and that was an absolute pain inside my asshole. So I stopped yeah. crying, and I didn't. Don't do, do it. that. Yeah, because then I'm going to get whacked with that DMCA or whatever. Well, the hell no, it is. I went in there, and I'm like, oh, this should be easy enough, and then it just kept loading and loading and loading. I'm like, I just want, I just want to take one song and post it later. But <laughs> what song was it? Uh the one. That you claimed was a deep pull, and I don't remember the name. Oh, of it, the tonic, the tonic song. Was it tonic? It's super yeah. recognizable, but yeah. it's like it's definitely not like I wouldn't know the name of it. Yes, the I believe the song was "You Wanted More" by Tonic. No, I don't think it was Tonic. It was oh, uh, black and no, black. Blue and on blue, black. Blue and black. Blue on black. Yeah. Blue on black. That was it. Yep. I've Kenny yep. Wayne Shepherd. That was a good. Tune. I like that one. I like that mm. one. So, with the end of November, that means it's now time for Dorkmas. So, it yeah. is Christmas-themed, uh, this episode notwithstanding. But next week, top 25 Christmas movies as voted on by the hashtag Dork Shared Gooniverse. And, Ryan, this is uh, way more people involved than the horror movies. Horror movies, we had a nice tight five. It was five yep. of us came up with that list. This is like 10, 11 people voted on this, I think, or more. So it's a pretty interesting list, and we're going to go over it 25 through 1 next week with, of course, some special guests. And, you know, I if you heard an exasperated breath from me, yeah. it's because I know there's going to be a fight. There's definitely going to be a fight be a about something fight. Yep. that I just I, I already don't want to fucking engage in. I already don't want it. Well, next Monday, you will have to engage. <sighs> That's Fine. what happens. That's the beauty Fine. of these Embrace Debate-style podcasts. And so much so that you put out a feeler on Twitter via like a group chat, basically being like, hey, who wants in on this whole thing? And I said, pass. Yeah, you're out, apparently. Uh, but I can't be because it's so our podcast. Have, like, I can't man- be out. Mannequin Davies sitting there. I'll just have like a picture of you during <laughs> flat the whole episode. Da- flat Davies going to do it for me. <laughs> flat Davy Making his trip around the world. Get everybody yeah. take a picture of Flat Davy. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So, yeah. Anyway, that's what we have. In fact, the next five episodes are all already planned out so we got uh, <laughs> look at us huh look at us planning at, out episodes so this is us so you have the topic du jour which we'll get to uh today yep. you have the top 25 christmas movies you have season two of the mandalorian 
Wonder Woman 1984, followed by our 2020 uh, Dork Awards. Yeah. And then it's probably, honestly, followed by 2021 movies. So, I mean, there's a little fucking things planned out. It, yeah. I mean, there's a whole lot. There's a lot going on with movies, but isn't there always a lot going, a lot on. going on? There yep. is. But I... I some exciting news we'll get to in the news, but I, I keep teasing yeah. stuff. But we get—I'm yeah. excited to talk this week. Let's just talk. Let's week. talk about. Let's talk about it. Let's get. Let's, let's talk. talk about it in this next segment. This week in the yeah. Ryan, the Mandalorian season two, episode six, aka chapter fourteen. Uh, was available this past Friday. Spoiler-free portion here. Did you like it? Woo! Yeah. Woo! I had a you just keep getting reaction. better and better, man. Even the bad this so season good. is great. It's, the show's so good. It's so good. I love it. And I just yeah. think it's so... It's so Dave Filoni. Like, it's like having a super fan in charge of this is perfect. It's and, incredible. And I'll tell you what I've been doing now. I've been shotgunning episodes of Rebels because... Clone Wars was great, and Rebels might be as good and at times better. And I think hmm. what you're going to get here, because Rebels also takes place right before Episode Four, so obviously right. like further down the road. And I think that Filoni is going to try to tie even more of these characters or these storylines into, it. and they deal a lot with the Mandalorian and Mandalore and shit like that. So I've been trying to watch that, but it's just it's good. We'll tag on a little spoiler uh, full edition at the end, but. That I can't wait to, for these next two episodes. Next I don't know what they're going to be. Well, just bananas, like the, and stuff that they've already set up. I mean, are you going to get to all of it? Are we finally going to get like two hour long episodes in the last two? I hope so. I hope so too. Yeah, this one was pretty short. This one was about like a half hour, I think. Uh, but it was like I, it was like thirty four oh. minutes or something. But it yeah. was nonstop. And so Robert Rodriguez, who I really like, I think mm-hmm. he's kind of polarizing, like in Hollywood. But I really like Robert Rodriguez. And he's perfect to direct these shows. One of the reasons why Hollywood doesn't love him is because of Sin City, which I love the movie Sin City. Right. But the whole goddamn thing is shot on a, on a green screen, and a lot of the actors didn't even meet each other. And so they're like, this isn't filmmaking. And you're like, eh, it is. It's a different kind of filmmaking. And wasn't it something with like the like the film film actors guild and like the unions were pissed at him because no, he they didn't... were they were really pissed because he tagged frank miller he like gave frank miller like a directing credit or something and they were like yeah frank miller didn't direct this he's like well it's all based on his books and he's here on set and he's, he's here with me, me. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but they don't love robert rodriguez i do and i just think because the way they shoot the mandalorian is perfect and he is really good if you look back at some of his movies about making somebody look badass like think of oh George Clooney in From Dusk Till Dawn, or uh, Clive Owen in Sin City, and so now you put Rodriguez in charge of let's just say a certain character in this episode and making him look badass, and he did that. He so set this, out to do that. Yeah. So this isn't a pick of a pod, but if you guys are like Rich and I, if you like Robert Rodriguez, he actually wrote a book called Rebel Without a Crew, Ooh. and it was basically the story of how he, at twenty three years old, had seven grand and no crew and he made el mariachi awesome with like no permits no any and it's the yeah. story of like how he did it so if like if you're like a young filmmaker like it's the perfect book yeah to read and he's also a big time uh like chef or like amateur chef and he i believe is on one of the episodes with favreau on favreau's cooking show yes and he also did on the, if you got the deluxe edition of sin city which of course i had it was like a two disc thing 
one of like the extras is him showing you how to make like food, like like this like crazy like uh, burrito type type thing, like a breakfast and, burrito or something. And <laughs> and on, the, awesome. on the chef show, I think when he, he has like a legit pizza oven in his house. Yeah, making pizzas. Yes, yeah, hundred percent. He does. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a fan. Uh, other news here, Ryan. Wonder Woman 1984 is already announced that it was going to be out on HBO Max on Christmas Day when it's also in theaters. And it's going to be available in 4K. Can't wait. You like that? I got the HDR 4K. I got that. By the way, someone just said in the chat, I said Film Actors Guild. That's from Team America. I meant Screen Actors Guild. I didn't do that on purpose. Don't say, don't do the acronym. So, But I said Film Actors Guild, I know, but I, 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 I meant Screen Actors Guild. And that was done unintentionally. Wow. That is, yeah, that was Team America? Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Matt Damon. Whoops. Uh, so Warner Brothers HBO, Ryan. So we knew about Wonder Woman. And yeah. since our last episode, they announced that all of their 2021 movies are going to be available on HBO Max the day they hit theaters, which includes Dune, uh, the Suicide Squad, like reboot slash sequel thing, The Matrix 4. I don't know if anybody's really in on The Matrix I'm 4. In. I mean, now that I'm just, it's just at home, I'll watch it. But how right. crazy is this? And this, we just did an episode on uh, streaming services. And so apparently now HBO Max has uh, jumped towards the top, I would say. Yeah, I'd yeah. say, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, all of those movies, you figure, do the math. That's simple math. Like, how much money would that save you just to have a month a of HBO Max? A ton. To watch all those movies. And, like, I think this is a good thing, but I, I do wonder if... How many years from now are there just going to be no theaters? And that sucks. Uh, that sucks because I feel like there are like one of the movies that's coming out. Uh, was it Godzilla versus Kong? Like I would have loved to have seen that in the theater. I would love to have seen the Batman in theater. Suicide Squad. Like the, there's something about an experience of like going to the movies. That's We've talked about this before. Yeah. That you just can't. It doesn't translate. Now movies like Wonder Woman. Like I'd be happy to see. Yeah. Help. You know, yeah, um, and then and there are definitely some that don't matter. Like I, I still haven't seen Tenet, and I feel like I needed to see that in the theater. Like, yeah, that's literally a theater movie. Like right. Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, a couple of your favorites. Those are those are theater movies. They they are. You're Doctor right. Strange was significantly better in the theater than at home. Oh my god, wasn't it? Like, did you see it in IMAX? I did. It's crazy. And I normally don't see 3D movies, but I saw that in 3D, and it was just that was jarring at times. Yeah, blew my mind. Speaking of Doctor Strange, well, sort of WandaVision, they uh, came out with another poster. They had the trailer last week. Uh, this comes out January 15th, which is uh, another thing to look forward to on Disney Plus anyway. So, yeah, I mean, I, so I, the Mandalorian's ending and then we pick up right with WandaVision. So I'm that's a show that mm -hmm. we're going to we're going to watch. So that and will did you be, see yeah. um, the stills from Hawkeye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Haley Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld is in it. With, and Lucky, the dog, is there, Lucky too. Lucky, the dog is back. Jeremy Renner yep. is back. Jeremy Renner is there. So um, I'm oh. excited. I, and Vera, your girl, Vera Farm, Farmiga, is playing Vera her mother. Farminga. I like Vera Farminga. She's playing Kate Bishop's mother. So that's And who's that's the other one? News. Is it uh, Florence Pugh? Isn't she in this, too? No, she's, that's Pugh. Black Widow. She's in Black I know, Widow. but I, is she not is in she, is she? I don't know. Um, but I do know there is um, Echo is in it. Okay. There's a character named Echo who is um deaf. Okay. But who but it's like a female taskmaster. Oh. She has photographic what do they call like photograph like photographic what? like like she it's like photograph basically hmm. she can mimic anything she sees once. 
Oh, okay. So same thing with Taskmaster, but all right, I'm excited for that. All right. Well, Ryan, let's get to the next uh, portion of the program here. This is This Week in Horrible Rossi Takes. I don't know if this is a horrible take so much as just a, an error. On their last podcast, uh, Jason Rossi and Billy D are friends from the Pop Culture Piledriver podcast. Uh, they also uh, help put together, Rossi specifically helped put together the uh, uh, top 25 Christmas movies. He was in charge of the math on that. So they did their top 11 Christmas songs. Good idea, right? Fine idea. Fine idea. Uh, unbeknownst to them, I guess somehow, number, and I don't want to spoil their whole list. You should go check out their podcast. Number 11 and number eight were the same song. The same song. So they each called it something different. Yes. And again, you run into these problems when you do a two-person. We've done them plenty of times when we've done our top tens. It's just your list and my list, and then we compare the two, and that's what you get. It ends up being like a hybrid, like a five and five or whatever. Yeah. And so they each liked a song. They each thought it was called something different. And both made the list. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, that song should be a lot higher because it was good enough to be 11th and 8th. That should be number one, right? It's the same same goddamn song. It's the same song. You guys blew it. You blew it again. You would think they would have raised an eyebrow because they knew who the song was performed by. So they were like, <laughs> they named who it was by, and they were right. And uh, it's the same goddamn song. Yeah. To 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 be fair, though, yeah. it, it is like title slash title. So it's, it's like weird. It's, it's weird, weird. But, but it if is... they started to like play some of it, or like sing it, or think of it, like it's like, oh yeah, that one sounds familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the same fucking song. It's gang. the same goddamn song. Let's go, boys. <laughs> Clean it Let's up, go, boys. You got to tighten it up. Tighten the screws on that. I know 2020 has been a dump for a lot of people, but finish strong. Also, this isn't a bad take, too, but I, I laughed out loud because we are taking part in a superhero draft, like yes. a large superhero draft. And oh, is that yeah, tomorrow? we're doing that tomorrow. That tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah, um, with the Change My Mind boys. Now, what was fascinating to me was if I said to you, like, superhero draft, you guys just draft a team of five. You and I are like, all right, good to go, right? Yes, the list of rules I can't, and guidelines I can't. that Nick Fryer had to write down Ugh. so that people so that people knew he had to write in words once a character is taken that character cannot be taken by any he had to actually write that shit in the rules yes. i was like it said draft at the top so I thought we you got to tell me we we, we I, got it he's thinking better safe than sorry when right. he told me he texted me and said there's a Google Doc with the instructions. I said, "Isn't it a superhero draft?" It's a superhero draft, snake draft, five each. Like so, that's basically, all you need to say. I think it's four each because I think there's nine of us. So the deal is uh, a bunch of the Dork Shared Universe guys, nine of us. I forget who's in and who's out, but it's a bunch of us are drafting a superhero team. It's snake draft, four. I believe four heroes per team, yep. and they are competing against a like. Thanos type end of the world scenario, Omega level threat. As Omega level it. threat, not not like a a, a heist. You know, no. it's not. They're not trying to prevent a heist or get a cat out of a tree. Right. They're trying to get Dark Side away from planet Earth. Right. And it, I was like, I stopped reading the instructions. I'm like, this is. I thought this was just drafting heroes. It is, but well, he had to spell it out. <laughs> 
And I'm not pointing fingers uh, at who that was directed towards, but I think he might have even written Rossi's name in a couple of times. I think he might have. I think if you there. if you look at the first letter of every se- of every paragraph yeah. on the left hand side, it says Jason Rossi. So yeah. apparently he's going to be a, a part of it. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> That's Can't gonna wait. that's gonna be a shit sandwich. He's gonna how, take how long is wasp. that gonna take? Uh, it'll wasp. take a while. <laughs> What's wrong with wasp? We're gonna get to Nothing. wasp here coming up. Yeah, I know. We're gonna get to wasp coming up. All right, let's get to. I know what you're, you've been you've been very excited about this, Ryan, and yeah, as you should be. A very special Davies video game minute. I am. Okay. Okay. It's time for Davies video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, Ryan. You ready for this? Yeah. Okay, so first and foremost, this portion of the Dork Dork Podcast is brought to you by Wild Bill Soda. Go to drinkwildbills.com. Use the promo code RONVOND. Get yourself 10% off your order. Um, We had an unbelievable... I have to give a shout-out here. Uh, It's me, SG. SG on Twitter. uh, Posted, I retweeted it, a monster order. Oh, he got everything. He, he got, got everything. Everything. Yeah. So thank you very much for using the promo code for that. That's that's um that's awesome. Go to drinkwildbills.com and get you some. They're great people, veteran-owned and operated. Great gifts for the holidays. Let it rip. Um, Perfect. I would like to start this portion also with a thank you and an apology. I'll start with the apology first. So uh, fan of the podcast, friend of the show, Rob Paradis, wh- who offered us he got multiple PlayStation 5s. He offered uh-huh. them to the two of us. Yeah. And we turned him down thinking that like oh, I'll just get I'll just get one. Right? He's like I I somehow I happened into a couple of them. If you guys want one just let me know. Very nice. We, yeah. we put in awesome. We poo-pooed him. We were yeah. like, "No, nah, man, we got it. I, I was, you know, I'll get one. We'll get one. I think my I wife's looking into it. We'll get yeah, one." Yeah. Same thing. So, sorry, Rob. We we do appreciate it. <laughs> that's we on do, us. We, that's on us. Our bad. We, yeah, our bad. And a thank you to John Timela, who uh, New Hampshire's own, Nashua's own John Timela, who hit me up. He's like, look, man, I got two. I don't know how I did it. Do you want one? I said, yes. We figured it out. He's like, all right, I'll go to UPS tomorrow morning. We'll get it sorted. It was to my house the next day. Yeah. Insane. How about the From, dork listeners coming through with PS5s for fuck's sake? Seriously. So he hit wow. me up on Wednesday by fr- Wednesday afternoon by Friday morning. It was at my house. Unbelievable. Absolutely killed us. So, John, thank you so much. You are the star of the video game minute this week, yes. and Rob as well. So, Rob, uh, apologies once again. We I, I do feel bad. I, I should have listened to you the first time. I feel like there's a, a lot of Christmas spirit in the air, though, Ryan. There's a lot of Christmas nice. spirit, and that'll mm-hmm. tell you too. You can always trust a New Hampshire guy. Always. always. Yep. Always, always. The All air right. is crisper. There's no sales tax. Uh, you got ocean. You got ski slopes. You got Hour away from everything. Whatever, whatever, whatever you want, you got it there. Fun you got spot. It. Continue. So, um, one thing. So, I want to kind of want to talk about the PlayStation Five in general. Um, a lot of good, one bad. The good. This machine. It, basically, any game I tried to play on it, it eliminated load times. They do not exist anymore. Wow. I think from turning the PlayStation on to actually swinging around as Miles Morales was like under, like as soon as I hit like, you know, like hit the X to like sign into my account, under a minute, I was swinging. Really? Yeah. 
what are you going to do with all that extra time? <laughs> See the world. I, I you know. I don't know. Um, but so to that end, like any, and the, the thing that's blew me away too. And the thing that I'm so excited about rich is I was playing on a first generation, regular PlayStation four. I didn't have a PlayStation pro. I didn't have one of the new ones. So I was kind of like all the stuff that we've been playing in 4k, like I could do it on my PC, but I couldn't do it on the PlayStation games that I played on PlayStation that like had some screen tearing, had some ripping, had some like <laughs> drop frames. Sorry. Nothing. Ripping, it in the ripping it. Yeah. Well, like the screen, you know, like you I don't go mean. past the screen rips, like um, those don't exist anymore. So games like, for instance, Borderlands three is a goddamn dream to play in this. Mm. Um, same with the game control. I had a lot of trouble getting into that game. Cause it was like a lot of, a lot of screen tearing um, and a lot of frame drops. This game is a, is butter right now um not only that but a bunch of games already have free updates for the playstation 5 uh miles morales being one of them uh last of us 2 avengers is actually coming which i'm really excited to play that in dynamic 4k and 120 right. frames really I'm really excited to see what that looks okay. like like right. that okay. um so that's one of the good things the one bad thing i would say about the playstation 5 is storage um one of the things they don't tell you, and I'll get into a little bit more of this, some things they don't tell you with the PlayStation 5. So if you have a game that you can upgrade to the PlayStation 5, for instance, Miles Morales, you could play it on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation right. 5. Right. What they don't tell you they do, they download both games on your, on your console. Oh, really? Yes. So okay. the purpose of that was like you could upload your store, you upload your save data. But, but they can you just delete the PS4 yeah, version? So what you, yeah. they, but they don't tell you that. So eventually you just go in and delete the PlayStation 4 one. Okay. Um, which is kind of a pain, but it'll eat up your storage like crazy. So I was already, I think it's like 800 gigs. And I think I was like 500, 600 already. Wow. Just had just games I had already had. Um, so those mm -hmm. are my initial thoughts. It, it's, it's excellent. It, it really is. Like I said, you're going to want to invest in like a small um external storage thing okay um how's the controller so the controller is great one of the things that i didn't really it you can't really explain it until you use it but the haptic feedback in the triggers um for instance i was playing borderlands and some of the smaller like smgs like you just pull the trigger like normal yeah and then the heavier pistols and like grenade launchers you like really have to like pull the trigger Oh, cool. And you can configure that. You can get rid of it if you want, but I really like I it. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like some like heavier pistols. You have to actually like, like it, it, there's like a catch and then you have to like pull hard. Yeah. That's pretty sick. Um, when you're swinging in Miles Morales, you can actually feel like as you thwip and then like Ooh. you feel like the pull of the rope. Jesus. It's actually pretty sweet. Um, the one thing that I don't really like is the microphone on the actual controller itself stinks. Oh. So okay. like talking into that. Yeah. Um, if you if you use that microphone, it dumbs down your vibrations, which I don't huh. like. Okay, so make sure you go and go and fix that. So there's that. Um, couple things we need to uh, we need to discuss. I in a weekend hundred percented Miles Morales. I now not that that's not impressive, but I also heard that it is kind of short, and it's, it's like story is very short. It's borderline like not a full game. It's like that's three, what I've heard. It's like three quarters of a game. Which is interesting because you remember when they when they came out with like the teaser for it mm -hmm. and they were like, is this a real game or is this an add-on? And they were like, yes. And you're like, wait, what? 
Like, what? What, what is and it? Like, uh... and then like people were so excited for it that they were. I think it was probably meant to be just an add-on. And then they're like, "Oh shit, people really, really want this. Let's mm-hmm. let's add a little bit more time and make it a a, a a quote full game." So the the actual story took me like ten to fifteen hours. Okay. That's Which short. is it's short, but it's also longer than some other games. Yeah, right. Any any indie is going to be like six to eight, so it's it's like an indie and a half. Okay. Because I remember the original Spider Man was like twenty to forty hours, depending on how you played it. Like if you did everything, I yeah. think I did everything in under. I did it like in sixty hours. I did everything. Yeah, I was gonna game. say because that game had a plenty of other stuff to do. Yeah. So this the one, Last think- of Us, the Last of Us Part Two took me a long time. Yeah, well, that was meant to be played slowly, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, this I just I just blew through it, and just I was just so sucked in. The story is amazing. Oh, I actually absolutely. had you know those the games are great, like Last of Us, where you have to actually stop yourself from doing the main story because you yeah. want to you want to savor it a little bit. Yeah. Um, so it felt a little longer because I would stop and I would take my time and yeah. smell the roses and all that stuff. But like nine out of ten, or you know five and a half out of six, like this game is excellent on its own. And what it actually did is it deepened the story of that Spider-Man universe. So the mm. next Spider-Man that Insomniac does is going to be like a magnum opus. Like it's going to be so goddamn good. I can't wait. Um, because they introduce some things, no spoilers, but they introduce some things that are going to carry this universe. Should I play this game on PS4 or wait and hopefully get the PS5 and play it uh, I mean, the graphics, just playing with like ray tracing and like all like the lighting and stuff is really cool. But um, by the time you'll have want to have played it, especially okay. if it's like if you can get it for cheap right now, I would do that. All right. um, but yeah, it's it's excellent. So the last the next thing that we really have to talk about um, this week is that Cyberpunk 2077 is, is coming out. This looks sick. This looks sick. Now, people are already saying, like the developer and people are saying, like, be careful because we talk about games being long or, or short. Yeah, this or whatever. one's not, right? 175 hours to complete it. Oh, wait, what? I thought I read something today that it was not that long. So it's real long. To it's long. And wow. so people so what people are saying is like when you hear when the embargo was lifted, take it with a grain of salt because people haven't even scratched the surface of the game. Like people Ooh, who have gotten the game boy. like three like three days in advance. This looks so cool. And Richard, so I'm looking at this right now. Let's unpack this a little bit because this is yep. what I'm most excited about. I might actually do a stream just this. All right, now hang on. So I got to bring that. Where's my thing? Oh shit. Where's what thing? I had I had a um. Too many Christmas. No no no. So the create a character. Yeah. The character creation in this game. Let me tell you what this says. Okay. I might do a whole three-hour stream just on creating a character. Okay, I'm in. Players, okay. Cyberpunk 2077 offers an extensive character creator allowing players to customize skin type, hairstyles, eyes, eyebrows, mouth, jaws, ears, eight bits of cyberware. Ooh, who knows what that is? I don't know what that is, but I just I feel like I'm going to like it. Scars, tattoos, piercings, teeth, yep. eye makeup, lip makeup, plus uh, blemishes. Okay. Nipples. I can change my nipples. Body tattoos. Pierce, yeah. Body scars. Body scars. Penis type. Penis type? Vagina option. Okay. D- and pubic hair. So All you're telling me. Things. I am going to sit there and tell you. My, finally, 
So not just my Fall Guys character, yep. but I would be able to edit my guy's cock in this game. And and to steal a phrase from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Mac, yeah. I would go for gasps. <laughs> I would 100% go for gasps. I would go for, my God, this guy's unwell. How like, they would he, see it how and they would be balance? <laughs> they'd be so intimidated by me. What is a vagina option? Is what I want to know. Have one, don't have one. I think that's the option. I yes, mean, no. But pubic, you can you can create your own yeah. hair pie. I believe the I believe the term is shaved. <laughs> I just watched that the other day. That's weird. Yeah, great movie. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, American that's Pie. Incredible. So, so, what does it say specifically about cock type? What are the types? Penis types. I don't know. Could you could you have an anteater? You could have an anteater. You have a big old hook. Uh, could you? Yeah. Could you? Some got like the boomerang. Some do. I don't, I've seen it. I mean, wow. I've been in enough locker rooms where I've seen some things, man. I've you seen some the, things. You can have the Ben Stiller from it's uh, from something about Mary. You get the beans above the Frank. Yeah, like I'm just looking. I'm I'm floored. I want to know, but like I want to know what are the it, options. Players are also able to change the color of their hair, uh, head, eyebrows, beards, and you could dye your own pubic hair. Sure, crazy into that. Uh, the that. game also features sliders that can be used for penis size, breast size, and buttocks. Choosing between voices determines what gender the player is, and the genitalia also determines what character, uh, what what characters can be romanced. My guy is gonna have the biggest Johnson you have ever seen in your <laughs> He's life. He's gonna be five three <laughs> with an absolute bat. <laughs> <laughs> My guy, it'll be physically impossible for him to run. That's how big this thing is going to be. I can't wait. <laughs> Just God. an absolute. He's going to be the worst at heists. They're like, he's going to get pointed out by the cops every time. They're like, the guy, you mean the guy that's dragging his dick on the ground? Yeah. Let's, what was the let's bring in, him uh, in for questioning? The boys. What was the thing called? Oh, um, uh, was it Love Sausage? Something like yeah, something yeah. like that. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm super excited for this. This is so. This is going to be the real litmus <laughs> test of like the new consoles. Like, like what? What is this? I don't think you can top it. I was looking at this and, uh, yeah, somebody in the chat was saying that it looks like just futuristic. Oh yeah, Rebel saying this looks like a futuristic Grand Theft Auto, and it does. Like Grand Theft Auto is one of my favorite games, and that in the Arkham series. And this thing looks right up there. And I just tweeted out there was a video that Run the Jewels did where they're talking yeah. about the game and how they did, did like a song for the game. And I'm like, oh, this looks this looks incredible. I'm, I'm excited about it. It's kind of like Blade Runner and yeah. like Grand Theft Auto had a baby. Like mm-hmm. this game looks incredible. And I'm excited. So this comes out on Friday. So Oof. I got the PS5 just in time. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I've cleared out. This game's going to be massive too in terms of like storage. Oh, so, I'm sure. I'm um, sure. By the way, it. Red Red Dead like zero load time. By the way, I think with no load time, I might learn another language. That you have think so about much how time. much time you have spent sitting there just like looking at like a load screen in in the history of your life. Yeah, hours, days, <laughs> days, days. Now it's gone. Days of load times gone. Gone. All virtually gone. eliminated. And, uh, and thank you to like a solid state drive and SSD. Uh, which they said you could all you might at some point be able to get your own SSD, which then doubles it, mm. which then makes it even faster. Which so you just gotta let me know when you're gonna be uh, editing your guy's pecker because that'll be some really so it'll be fr- good. It'll be Friday, so Friday night on Twitch. Friday night, we're just editing editing peckers. I might go female. I don't know. 
Okay, whatever. Vagina. Whatever. Twitch.tv slash D. Find out uh, who Davey's going to play as and just what they're downstairs look like yeah let's keep it simple too we'll do it on twitch but we'll also do youtube.com backslash story podcast throw it on there yeah so we'll just throw it on there too good hopefully mm-hmm. they don't censor us it's the human body just it's okay it's science it's science i'm sorry i'm not sorry it's science ryan are you ready for the topic uh du jour i'm still I'm, I'm sorry i'm not listening i'm still on vagina option well i'm glad you asked because it's the topic of the day and today it is female superheroes. Speaking of vagina I, option, I, here yeah, we go. I, I purposely did not do that. I did yep. not do that. Uh, female superheroes who are starting to get some of their own standalone movies and a little bit more representation in film, it seems like. For the longest time, you would have thought there were only male superheroes. But there are plenty of female superheroes. Some great, some not. But you know, just like the dudes. So that, that, that happens. And so I figure we can kind of go through different sections like whether it be tv movie comics uh marvel dc other like miscellaneous and just sort of talk about like their impact where they're at if you like them you don't like them that kind of thing that makes sense mm-hmm. sure let's start with the mcu just because it's the most popular and i'm going to start with black widow because she was the only female in the original avengers mm-hmm. she is finally getting her own standalone movie i per- i personally think it's a little late i thought it should have been earlier on in the action they were doing standalones for seemingly everybody else but not for black widow and she was the first one in essentially what was like a boys club and a pretty badass character just like a like an assassin with a cool backstory so black widow and she might not have been the most famous female marvel character but the way the mcu has sort of like taught everybody about comics she's probably the most well-known now uh has to be has to be the most well-known now and i think it was just the how ubiquitous all of these movies were and she was just everywhere and and nick you said she was kind of the the uh standard bearer for female superheroes and um we first saw her was it iron man 2 yep she's definitely an iron man too so that was the and we had seen her before but that was the first time that she kind of like was black widow um Mm -hmm. and again you know right up there with uh robert downey jr as tony stark they're just like a great casting um and something that i don't know how scarlett johansson feels about it now um Seeing as though this is, I mean, you think of all these people who have been in the MCU, how long this has been. It's like 12 years or something of just like, this is who you are. I know. Um, And something that's kind of like a career defining role. Yeah. She was a great actress. But this is like the number one thing that she's known for. Right. Like if anybody saw her. Yeah. yeah, They're not going to be like, oh, uh, the girl with the pearl earring. They're going to be like, no, that's Black Widow. Right. You know, so like that's, it's, it's kind of like that double-edged sword, you know, cause I know she's such a fantastic Scarlett Johansson, such a fantastic actress as it is. Yeah. Um, but this character and, and just in, in female characters. Um, and I know there have been female super like there, you know, Helen, uh, what's it? Helen Slater played Supergirl in a Supergirl movie and mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer in Batman returns was Catwoman. And I'm just thinking of like women who have been in superhero roles before, but none kind of on this stage. Right. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, unbelievable character and expertly played. And, um, and I I'm also, excited to see the movie. I like uh, superheroes who don't have superpowers. I like the mix anyway. Like, like obviously you need some that have them, but I like the ones that uh, also don't. And so like her and Hawkeye kind of round out 
the Avengers really well because you have like Hulk and Thor, which are like next level. You have Iron Man with his suit, and then you have Captain America, um, who's obviously, you know, because of the experiments on him, he is superhuman. Mm -hmm. But Scarlett Johansson is just like a badass, like gymnast meets assassin type of thing. Super spy. Yeah. Super spy. So uh, I like that one a lot. My favorite uh, female superhero is Gamora. Yes, it is. My absolute Correct. favorite from Guardians, <laughs> uh, Guardians 2, the uh, last couple of Avengers movies. Another one, so, uh, a little Black Widow-esque in the sense that she is just the, I think the world's most deadly female might be how they describe her or whatever else it is. Like, she is just in a in a one on one fight. She would win most of said fights. She's she's that good. Would they refer to her as the deadliest woman in the universe at some point? Is that what it is? I feel yeah. like yeah, in the like galaxy, that. yeah, in the galaxy. And the fact that she has the tie in where you know she was adopted by Thanos, like, and then her importance to the story overall was really good. I love that she's played by Zoe Saldana. I think she's really good too. But Gamora is just a a sweet badass character from. Outside of Earth. Outside of Earth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good green um, lady. So you also have Nebula and Mantis. Now, Nebula, I don't know if you'd want to call a hero. I think it's definitely more sort of not like more more villain anti-hero than she is hero. Mm -hmm. Uh, but she's been good in the movies. And then don't sleep on Mantis. Mantis's power is not bad, and she's good on a team. She's good on a team. I think they they were is a little silly to me. Um yeah the way they portrayed her in the movie. And it was kind of nice to see her and um, Drax together in yeah. that sense um, where he doesn't know how to joke and she doesn't really get jokes. So there was yes. kind of a nice pair with those two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. She was kind of, kind of goofy, hmm. you know, and I, I, where I do appreciate that in kind of like a, um, like a guardian setting, like that tone of that movie was, was there. Um, I don't really yeah. see myself taking her seriously. Like you see her show up at the, the end battle and end game. And you're like, all right, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know, cause they, they had her doing a good job until star Lord fucked it up. But in infinity war, when she gets on top of Thanos, like she right. can kind of like keep him at bay. Right. Uh, maybe the most powerful, or I'll ask you this most powerful female in the MCU, Scarlet, Witch. I think it is. I think it yeah. is Scarlet Witch. Mm -hmm. um, but also, you know, there's a lot of. I'm thinking just like in sheer like terms of like what they can do. So Scarlet Witch is kind of like a Jean Grey. And I think Jean Grey is in that conversation, too, where they can kind of manipulate both time and space. Yeah. Um, which is and matter. You know, yeah. they um, so that's an incredible like you also have, you know, She-Hulk. You also have uh, Captain right. Marvel. Mm -hmm. um. And like all these characters that are just like, I keep going back to that scene in Endgame where you see them all on this, and it was a little bit pandering, I admit, but like seeing them all together, yeah, it it's it was a little forced, like yeah, it, it, it was also kind of cool, but it was also like a little like, all right, like is this what are we doing right now? But I I think it was an important thing to do, um, yeah. just because seeing them all to all the women in the MCU together in one shot, yeah, you were kind of like. Wow, like there's a lot more. Yeah, they there were a lot of like added yeah. later. Like if you think about it, and you're right, uh Black Widow made her debut in Iron Man 2, but then it was in Avengers finally where you saw her do a little bit more stuff. Right. But between Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Hulk, Captain America, Thor, 
uh, very dude heavy early on. Very early on. Um, and not to sleep on too, uh, Shuri and Okoye, both from Black Panther. Shuri, I think, is going to be yeah. super important moving forward. Shuri's uh, with the MCU. Yeah. Yep. So um, Shuri's really, really good. Even even if she doesn't become Black Panther, she is maybe the smartest person in the MCU now. Yeah, <laughs> I would. Well, especially now. And then Okoye is another one who. I think one-on-one fights, if this was all just like who would win a one-on-one fight, I think Okoye would be up there. Yes. I, I think Gamora would win. I think Okoye would probably be second. I think, because again, like, I don't know. Scarlet Witch is a tough one. Kind of an X factor. Yeah, it's kind of tough. Uh, one that I do want to bring up too is, uh, and who kind of got shafted a little bit, um, Hope Pym, uh, Wasp. If you think about Ant-Man and the Wasp, we we said it on the podcast when we did it. That really should have been the and Ant Man. The like, Wasp that was her movie. Yeah, and this one's also pretty nuts too because this is a uh, the first female character's name to be in a, an MCU movie. Yes, if you think about it, because uh, again, Black Widow hasn't even come out yet, and all the other ones are like yeah, like you're in groups like Guardians. There's there's women in that. There's women in the Avengers, mm-hmm. but the first character's name to be in it is the Wasp. And yeah, she carried that movie. She was she was the best part of that movie. There's no doubt. Yeah. Um, uh, what about Valkyrie? Valkyrie's you know, good. I, Valkyrie's, Valkyrie's good, but like, I'm interested to see what happens in the next Thor movie. I mean, because yeah, yeah, she'll. I think she'll be back. I think she is back in that movie. Valkyrie's back. Thompson back. Val- and yeah, then back uh, and Jane, Jane Foster. Jane Foster, who will, is going to like wield uh, Mjolnir. <laughs> Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't roll my R's, so I can't actually Mjolnir. say the name of it. Mjolnir. It's Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Yes, that, uh, that's you, how you say it. Yeah. And you mentioned Captain Marvel too. So Captain Marvel obviously got her own movie, but that came after Ant Man and the Wasp. But Captain Marvel also in the mix of most powerful. Like she's. But pretty, what's great? What I think. What I think the knock on Captain Marvel. I actually think is their biggest strength in that she didn't really care. Oh, she didn't kind of show up until the end. And I think there's like a, there's one line that kind of sums up her whole deal, what her deal is. Mm -hmm. And she says something to the effect of like, do you really like earth? Isn't the only planet. There's a lot going going on. on. She had to to take care of a lot of stuff in the galaxy. Yeah. So she was a little late to the party. Cause that was, cause we were always wondering, like, all right, the move, the Captain Marvel takes place in the nineties. And you're like, well, so how did she not get involved in everything else? But they do, they do. Yeah. Whether you accept it or not, they do kind of give you an answer. It's like, yeah, the, the galaxy's pretty big, and I've been pretty policing s- that whole pretty thing. Pretty significant. Pretty spread out. Uh-huh. Uh, the t- other two that I would mention, um, from not the MCU, I'm going to call it the MCU, even though people will say it's not, uh, Elektra and Jessica Jones, and even like to, like Hellcat to a, yeah. to a point. Yeah, Hellcat was good. Jessica Jones I love, especially season one Jessica Jones. I love Jessica Jones because so many of these characters that they've written are kind of very polished. Mm-hmm. They're very like, and just to see Kristen Ritter play Jessica Jones is like this really flawed, super flawed, yeah. damaged character who's still badass, but like has yeah. a lot of shit going on. Um, was kind of nice. It was you cool know, too or, because like her powers were like secondary to what the character was, right? And, and like she what just her job was, which she, she just to happened do. to have powers, which right. I thought was a really and but like just a bad. A badass chick who just kind of like stood on her own, not very wobbly, but you know, she, yeah, uh, yeah, right. Um, 
No, I like her a lot. I like the Electra uh in Daredevil a lot more than you know Jennifer Gardner's Daredevil back in the right. day. But that was right. like we're talking about female superheroes. They gave her her own movie back in whatever it was. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm sorry. It about was that. horrible. And the Halle Berry Catwoman. Catwoman. So though, and those were the worst. Were horrible. Yeah, two of the worst. And the worst, the Electra one was bizarre because not that that Daredevil movie was great. I actually don't think it's as bad as everybody makes it out to be. But they apparently filmed stuff with Electra and Ben Affleck, Daredevil, for mm-hmm. the Electra movie. And they like cut it out. And I was like, well, wouldn't you kind of want to tie that in just a little bit? Yeah. And so they cut that out. Also, uh, Colleen Wing uh, from Iron Fist was good. And if those shows continued, I think she would have been a little bit better. I do have a little bit of a problem with Colleen Wing, but I know I know you do. That. I know yeah. you do. You've mentioned it. Uh, here are a few other ones that haven't appeared in uh, the MCU, but are Marvel characters. Uh, saw a couple of them in Into the Spider Verse, and I think some are are, are upcoming. But Spider Gwen, Spider Woman, oh, Silver yeah. Sable, all uh, worth mentioning. Silly me, I did not mention uh, Spider Gwen. One of the uh, probably the best one of the best characters in Spider Verse. Yeah, I would say Peter B. Parker. Ghost Spider, like right, right there. Mm-hmm. Good shit, man. Those are good. Uh, and then one where had this property been involved in Marvel, we would look upon it so much more, uh, so much differently than we do now. But the Invisible Woman is one of the OG uh, Marvel superheroes. The Fantastic Four, one of the first teams. I again, I also don't think those movies are the worst ever. Like I and. I guess I know that they are, but I, I think there's some entertainment value to them. Jessica Alba playing the Invisible Woman. There's a lot of talk about John Krasinski and Emily Blunt being Reed Richards and Invisible Woman in the perfect, MCU, man. which would it's, be perfect. And then I think people would recognize how good of a character that that she is. Mm-hmm. So that's one that hopefully gets a bit of a reboot. Some of the X-Men, Ryan, uh, obviously Marvel characters, but not in the MCU. Storm, Rogue. Jean Grey slash the Phoenix, Kitty Pride, Psylocke, Emma Frost, X-23. Some really good ones in there, especially my, if you and, want to use the animated series. And using just the in the comics, yeah. um, Kitty Pride and Psylocke were always two of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, and Storm could make an argument that Storm, one of the more powerful characters in the universe, too. Love Storm. Storm's yep. yeah, Storm's great. Storm was Storm and Rogue like are standouts from the animated series. Mm-hmm. And that's why, and, and Anna Paquin wasn't bad in the movies, but my, I was like, I was so used to the rogue gambit kind of relationship from the animated series. And then, so when you got this version of rogue wasn't as good, uh, as the cartoon was, uh, oh yeah. Good point. Couple in the uh, chat to, uh, Jubilee <laughs> Megasonic teenage warhead. I do like Negasonic Teenage Warhead. I did like her in yeah, in uh in Deadpool. I thought she yeah. was a really cool character. Yeah. Uh DC ones. Let me just rip off a bunch and then you can comment on whoever you want. Sure. Uh very obviously Wonder Woman, who, you know, you go back to Linda Carter back in the day. Wonder Woman is Woo! probably the most well known female mm-hmm. superhero. Uh and then uh Gail Godot with the reboot. Uh the reason why we're doing this episode too is at the end of the month you're getting the sequel to Wonder Woman. Uh Batgirl. Turned into Oracle, uh, Huntress, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. I'll kind of put off to the side for a second because they are sometimes good, sometimes bad. Yep. Uh, Starfire, Satana, Black uh, Black Canary, Batwoman are all like in the DC. There's more, but those are some of the key ones in the DC universe. Right. 
Um, and then you have like these secondary characters, which I'm kind of like, I don't really know, like kind of where to put them. Like I'm thinking like, um, so like Catwoman, for example, like Catwoman's a good one where I prefer Catwoman more as a villain, but there's so much with her with Batman that she probably is on the line of hero. And personally for me, Harley Quinn is much, much better as a villain. To me, the best Harley Quinn are from the Arkham video games where she is with Joker or whatever and is like losing her mind. The movie, and I think Margot Robbie's good or whatever, that's fine, but they make her way more of the good guy. Which I'm interested to see what James Gunn does yeah. to pull and pull that and back a little bit. The Suicide Squad, because this looks like just looking at the characters, it's a little bit more gritty. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, um, do we know? Do we get a rating on this movie yet? I uh, don't know. Hopefully, hopefully it's R. It's got to be an R. It has to be in order to do this to do this right. Um, But like you said, I mean, there's there's that little bit of um, and why I like Catwoman so much is. Not to get off Harley Quinn, but to talk about the characters that are in kind of gray areas because of her relationship with Batman. Batman being like right, wrong, so uh, binary, where she kind of slips in. It, it depends on what motive, what's motivating her. Um, I think that's a really cool character and a great like kind of like polar opposite to what Batman is. Yeah. Um, and the way that that character is developed. I'm really interested to see what Zoe Kravitz does with it, but I think you know Michelle Pfeiffer was awesome. She was. Um, oh, here's a good question. Whip. Yeah, here's a good question from Joshua in the chat. Uh, who was worse, Alicia Silverstone's Batgirl or Halle Berry's Catwoman? Yes. <laughs> How about this? Um, Catwoman's a worse movie. Believe. Uh, actually, maybe it's not. Batman uh, and Robin's so bad. I th- I would say Alicia Silverstone's Batgirl was horrible. Now, how they, did they, her, they had her related to Alfred. That's what I like, say. Alfred, she wasn't even granddaughter. It wasn't. It was. She wasn't. Um, Barbara Gordon. Barbara Gordon. So dumb. There was, which is ridiculous. There's. I mean, to me, there's, there's one Batgirl. There's a. There's a Batwoman, right? Yeah. Who is um, but, Ruby Rose. <laughs> <laughs> no, was. but Batgirl. Um, yeah. Barbara Gordon, and then who becomes Oracle? Right after the Joker great, paralyzes. Yeah. Her. So she becomes. Yeah. The girl in the chair, and I, you know, they talk about the guy in the chair, like yeah. the one, the guy behind the guy. So she becomes oh, she's, the, she's literally so the girl in the chair, and she's so good at it, and so smart, and so good at what she does. Um, but then you have this run of like Batgirls where you have, um, um, who is it? Cassandra Kane becomes Batgirl, and she's mm-hmm. great. She's awesome. Yeah. Um, and her story is is phenomenal. Um, like you said, Huntress. I'm thinking of like Batman. Huntress, yeah, there's a bunch that sort of tie in there, but yeah, Huntress is good. Huntress was good too. Is Mary Elizabeth Winstead in mm-hmm. uh, Birds of Prey? I liked her. Starfire's not bad. I guess she's in that Titan show right now. She yes. had a run in the comics, uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws, with was with Starfire. Then he did a, the other uh, group of the Outlaws included uh, Artemis, who was sort yes. of like a Wonder Woman spinoff, who was also pretty good. Black Canary and White Canary, both good in the CW DC shows from Green Arrow. Was that Katie then, Cassidy was Black Canary? Yeah, Katie Cassidy was awesome as, as Black Canary. And then I forget the actress's name that did White Canary. She was in it even more. She ended up spinning off into Legends of Tomorrow and is a part of like all the crossover events. And Jussie Smollett was actually really... I thought she was really good in uh, 
Birds she of was. Prey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, She's a really good actress. Yeah. Um, Satana's good because anytime you get into the Justice League dark stuff with Constantine, yeah, and like he needs like another foil, like she's always good. Uh, Mira, we didn't bring up, um, oh, yeah, so uh, from Aquaman, uh, Amber Heard can, no, not great, not great, she sucks. Um, and uh, did you watch any of the Supergirl on the CW? Oh, yes, I did. So and it was originally on CBS, then it moved to CW. Great. I forgot her altogether. She, and she's good. Is it Melissa ben, Bezanet, Benoit, whatever it is? Benoit? Benoit, Benoit? maybe. I don't yeah. know. How do she, you spell she's, it? She's, she's good at uh, Supergirl, though. She, I, I haven't seen a second it's of it. It's not bad. I've it's, heard good things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not um, bad. That's one of those things I'm I'm embarrassed that I haven't seen enough of the CW uh, DC shows, which I really, I know I really should see it. And the other There's thing, someone sent so us an email. Much. There's so much. I would recommend watching the first two seasons of Arrow and maybe the first season of Flash and then just kind of like whatever you want after that. But those, yeah. Arrow's good early on. It's really good. Um, I was good. Oh, so the one thing, someone sent us an email that you sent me today about the Harley Quinn show on HBO Max, which I have to, Apparently I also good. have to watch. Yeah, we got to watch that. So I have to watch that and maybe do, we'll do an episode on that or something. I got a few um, uh, other miscellaneouses here. Yeah. Uh, from the boys, uh, Queen Maeve and Starlight. Oh, are we, uh, is that technically DC? Are we on the like? No, no, no. no. That's just, I just said, I just said female superheroes. All right. So, so one, the one thing before oh, we jump off DC, I do want to mention that the, one of the, the reasons that we brought this up, obviously at the end of the month, we're getting Wonder Woman 1984. And I think that is the gold standard of female superheroes. Like as close as you're going to get, I know there's a super, I know there's uh Kara Zor-El, so there's a super girl. But the closest thing you're going to get to Superman in the DC universe that is uh, that is female a uh, female is Wonder Woman. It's the she is the strongest character in the DC universe, and, they, and like she and Superman have fought. Yeah, before, like I think if, and if they like were to arm wrestle, I believe Wonder Woman would win. Yeah. So, and again, um, Gal Gadot, what a ca- like I had never heard of her prior to this. I know yeah, she was, was like she? a runner Fast like Miss Universe. Maybe? She, she was in one like yeah, yeah. she was in like three fast three furious or something like that yeah. but <laughs> yeah. but like kind of like a throwaway role like i didn't but she, i right. know she was like part of like the miss universe pageant and like came in second or something hmm. who the hell won that uh i'm not sure but probably margot robbie um yeah um but i'm real i'm actually reading the reviews because they've people have seen it already um and it's they're calling it, it's like delightful it's it's has very it's very uplifting it's very like uh, kind of a happy feel to it which i think People kind of need right now. I think we need a good superhero movie right now. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, and this would be great for it to be. I, we take so much heat on this podcast for being like Marvel fanboys. And we've said it and people don't listen to us, but like we really want the DC universe to do well. We really oh my do. God. The comics are better. Everybody, the DC it's like comics are better. Yeah. And this is, it's the same thing when people talk about like Xbox and PlayStation. Like they think we're on one side. We're not. We have a preference. Right. right. But that doesn't mean I don't want anyone else to be happy like i want dc fans to be <laughs> yeah, happy seriously, i want them to enjoy I what want, you enjoy i want to watch a movie that's good and i yeah, can't wait to nice. watch wonder woman 1984 because i'm excited mm-hmm. to see another superhero movie that's good yeah me too and i'll watch it at home and i'm looking forward looking oh forward right on that. the right on your couch get some puck gun now to uh just so your wife doesn't get upset would you we need yes buffy summers as a superhero I'm going to say this because she's right in the next room and I'm going to say it loud enough so she can hear it. I would absolutely consider Buffy Summers a superhero. (laughs) 
There ended up being comic books, uh, Buffy comic there books, are. right? Yeah. yeah. And some and of them, is, I think... She slays vampires. And to the best of my knowledge, some of the books that were written by Joss Whedon were continued... Once the series ended, it continued. Yeah. So the comics actually continued. Um, her her favorite character on the show is Faith, played by Watertown's on Eliza Dushku. Yes. Faith was good. Um, Faith is really good. So... A very strong character. And one of the things that I've always admired, I haven't watched a ton of Buffy, to be to be honest, but I have wow. watched um I have Dang, watched some. And one of the things that the fact that her name is Buffy Summers, you immediately you don't take this character seriously, but as the as you get into it, that kind of slips away. Um and it's a, a character that you you can't really ignore. I honestly think, and this isn't just to be a uh, a kiss ass, or mm-hmm. I think it might be a top twenty or twenty five television show of all time. It's actually a really good show. It's not just like a, you know, I, I like a lot of these CWWB type of shows, but they're mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna put uh, Green Arrow or Nine Hundred Two One Zero up there as one of the top twenty five shows. I th- I honestly think Buffy the Vampire Slayer was. I. I've probably seen it all, but not for not in a long time. Yeah, um, it's like a legit, really good show. Um, and I think that that comes through in the show because the first season I watched, um, and I, I hate when people say this to me, but like you got to get through the first season. Like it was clear, <laughs> it was so clear to me in watching it that the budget for that show just wasn't there until the no, second not season. at first, it wasn't. Um, and so, but I would absolutely, absolutely agree that I also um, like the movie very much. Uh, see the movie to me. I think that's what put me off to start was watching the movie and being like, "This is stupid." Well, I mean, it is, but it's like a fun, stupid '90s movie. Yeah, and I don't know because Whedon was involved in that too, and I don't understand how that movie got made. Hmm. And I'm sure I'm, someone's going to come busting through the door <laughs> like any second to tell me exactly how that happened. This- um, one hmm. one character that we forgot. I, I'm just looking at my list right now that I do want to mention, and this is technically a video game thing say what you want about marvel avengers video game but kamala khan miss marvel that storyline and the 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 story mode in that game was excellent okay and she is an up-and-coming character that i cannot wait to see what they do with next because she was awesome in that game um just as a character and and, uh what they did with that character um was was awesome so i i would have it was in my notes, my copious notes. Yeah, so I would have been remiss if I didn't uh, if I didn't mention her. Now I know this is something that uh, they do they invented on the Mac and Goo podcast, but if you were going to come up with a Mount Rushmore for female superheroes, besides Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman's obvious. I think who, Wonder Woman is the is the George Washington of. Okay, um, All right, if we want to get specific on who's who, but uh, <laughs> Wonder Woman, I think you kind of have to put Black Widow on there. Now you do, yeah. I think um, so. I think if you're talking about the entire impact, the fact that she was in the Avengers and is probably in the most MCU movies, I think you have to. So I would say Wonder Woman, Black Widow, Jean, uh, Wonder Woman, Black mm-hmm. Widow. Uh, I'm gonna say Jean Grey. Yeah, Jean Grey is not a bad call because no, I take it back. I'm gonna go Storm. No. Nope. I think you might be right with Jean Grey because even though they kind of screwed it up, you could tell. First of all, 
the oh, Phoenix not the movie saga. Jean Grey, not the movie Jean Grey. Well, I'm just saying, the, like, if you yeah. take all of it, like that Phoenix saga thing is one of the great stories in Marvel, and she's at the center of that. They tried to make like two or three different movies around her, like so they know that she and she's so powerful. Yeah, I think Jean Grey would be on there. And then I'm gonna. This might be a. Uh... Might be a, a. I'm not. I'm not trying to skirt it here, but I'm. I might have to go Catwoman. Mm. Yeah, definitely super famous. I guess it's a matter of, is she a true hero? Uh, that's the thing. So See, I mean, I Sue Storm. Know. Sue Storm. I just don't want to be too Marvel heavy. I don't. I don't want to. All right, but if we go, if we go, Jean Grey. At least that's not like MCU. So, so if we, we did Black- two two Mount Rushmores, can we do two Mount Rushmores? Can we do that? Two Mount Rushmores. No, we're not doing that. Or what if we throw Buffy on there then? Throw an indie, throw Buffy on there as well. So we go Wonder Woman, Buffy, Black Widow, Jean Grey slash Phoenix. I think that's pretty good. It's pretty good. So we get two. Have we mentioned She Hulk before? We so she'll we be getting did. her own show coming out. She's so getting good. her own show yeah. starring um, Orphan Black. What's her name? I forget. We tweeted it out. I forget her name, but she looks like a good cast and call. She she is, and yeah. I mean, taking into account that um, most of that's going to be CGI, right? Yeah. Tatiana Maslany. There you go. Her name. Bang. Yeah. All right. And she's great. I don't know if you've ever seen Orphan Black, but that I was actually a really cool show. I have not. Yeah. All right. Well, that's pretty good. That's the list. So uh, email us dorkpodcast at gmail Hit us up on Twitter at dork podcast let us know who your favorites are uh or who your least favorites are it's you know whatever whatever you want to do what characters uh do you like uh ryan you ready for the next portion of the program yes all right let's do this then we go like this we didn't mention squirrel girl no we did not mention squirrel girl is that your pick of the pod it is not it is not (laughs) would you like to kick receive defer or defend a goal i will defer this okay. time. So I'm just going to tell you a couple things. One, I'm still uh, all in on Star Wars Rebels. That's how I've been spending most of my free time. What I did was this after consulting with a lot of people. I watched the first and last episode of season one, the first two and last two episodes of season two, all of season three, and I'm about to watch all of season four. There's only four seasons. Um, so I like it a lot. The issue I'm having with it is actually I don't have an issue with it, but it's one of those shows where the character who's probably technically the main character is my least favorite. So when people talk about Ezra Bridger, the like yes. young Jedi, the young Jedi, yeah, my least favorite by far. He's kind of a, uh, he's kind of whiny, right? Wicked whiny, and like he gets older, so he's a little less whiny. But compared to Sabine Wren, the who's a Mandalorian, who's part of the Rebels, uh. Really, everybody else on the show, uh, he's the worst one. But anyway, I like that show. I took your recommendation. I have one episode left, but I watched Death by what Death you think? by Magic. I loved it. I love that guy. Yeah. That guy's great. He's awesome, right? He's he's not like a he's not as like intense as David Blaine. No, so he does the street magic, but like he actually will smile. Like David Blaine would like stare a hole through you, and you're like, right. uh, dude, I you, you got my card right, okay? And he's just like waiting for you to like do something whereas this guy seems to have like a real personality in fact so much so that i looked it up you can rent him for or book him rent him is that what you can book him for like private events now i don't know how much that would cost after this like how much is that gonna cost right 
What's weird though, this show came out two years ago, and I don't know what else he really does. Like he even like his Wikipedia page is pretty thin. I'm like, I don't know what else he does, but I'm sure it'd still be expensive as shit to get him. Oh yeah, I mean he's a yeah, because I mean he's a world class illusionist, right? right? Illusionist. So he would have to be. And I, by yeah. the way, the, the things that he does at the end are like the I care the least about. And I think that was someone said that. I think it was Rob Parody. He said like I didn't like because the yeah the he's right. Is always the the end, because the premise yeah. is uh, these uh, magicians in the past died doing a stunt, and he would do something similar, not the exact stunt, right. but he'd do something similar too, and that was the big buildup. But every place he would go is like a buildup, and he would do street magic like David Blaine would do, and that's all my favorite stuff. So he would be in all these different communities and just blowing people's minds with magic, and then setting up at the end of the half hour 40 minute episode and then he's doing some shit where he's like buried alive and he escapes out of a box and you're like okay like that i think is more like bells but, and whistles whereas the other stuff it just seems to it's it's more impressive to me the one he did it was like a car a piano and like a washing machine or something and it had the three ropes yeah that was in detroit and he was cutting that was, ropes. that one was awesome that one was pretty crazy and like yeah. you have to at least allow yourself to believe that all of the people involved aren't actors. And right. I don't think that they are, but you have to pretend that because then you're basing it off of like their reactions. Cause they're the ones that are there in the room with them. And if they're like, Oh shit. Cause when he first did that one up, I'm like, Oh, that's easily rigged. And then I was like, Oh no, it's not. And that's if, if that's true, it's impressive, but yeah, I don't know. It's like just the cart. All I need is card tricks. If he just did an hour of card tricks, it would just blow my mind. Oh, I mean, the one he did um, with the, was it the pepper on the table? Yeah. In oh, he made it look like John Lennon? That was fucking crazy. I also don't understand, crazy. like, that one he was outside of a shoe store, and he, like, pulled the shoe. Oh, with the Jordans? Out. Yeah. Yeah. How the fuck does that That's happen? the thing. Like, I don't, and that's what blows me away. It's like, I don't, the, not the trick itself, but, like, how do you do that? How do you even go about doing that? And it's funny. All the people always say that. They're like, how do you do that? And he just like smiles and walks away. Yeah. But like, I was not only thinking, did he get the shoes, they were the kid's size. They were the, yeah. he, did, he was like a stranger. Like he knew the kid's shoe size. But I also like, and I know that there are ways to do magic. And part of it is like, I don't know necessarily want to know everything. Cause I like, I like just how they perform these tricks, but it, it reminded me. And I re I reposted it on our Twitter when we were at Comic-Con yeah, and that eight. kid, ace the kid that's doing yeah. card tricks but like i don't know if we talked about this but he did one trick where he was like hey basically like pick any card you want and, and it was I, a sealed deck right yeah and he goes pick yeah. any card you want and so he just met me and i'm thinking all right most people say ace of spades that's like the guaranteed obvious one most everybody does it so i go two of two of diamonds this thing is what i said mm -hmm. and he's like oh it's funny that you say that and he pulls out an unopened deck right in front of us the kids yep. aren't even wearing sleeves by the nope. way Opens the deck, shuffles it out, and only one card was upside down, and it was the two of diamonds. Like, how the like, fuck? I don't know how you do I that. I could have said any card. Yeah. Like, how how do you do that? I don't know. Right. Tell that, me how you do that. I don't know. <laughs> I know one card trick. That's it. Yeah. I know how to do one card trick. That's it. I used to know, I used to know like three or four. I've forgotten them all. And they were all just like, uh, they were like counting ones. Like, you needed to like do math in your head. You needed you to do did, a lot I of remember math you did the one with the four corners, right? Yeah, did you do that one? That you no, I knew. Around? I've seen you do that one. Okay, you put, and you like you put them all in the. But when you they're all in order in the same suit. 
Oh, I can do the one where yeah, I can have like yeah. everything is red or everything's black. I can right. do that one. It's pretty cool. Yeah, but the um, I just don't know how you do that shit. I'm kid fascinated opened by a deck, it. and it was like a sealed deck. Yep. And they were all upside down, or they were all right Except side one. up, and one, yeah. and it was the fucking two of diamonds. So like a second earlier, if I was like five of clubs, he would have had the fucking five of clubs upside down. Ryan, how does he do it? I don't know. Stop I yelling at magic. me. I don't know. I love magic. And that's why I recommended that show to you. It was not a gene pick. I'm glad no, you liked it. No, because you recommended that other magic show to me once, and it wasn't as good. I forget what that It was also a Netflix show. And I remember watching it and being like, eh. oh, Magic for Humans. Magic for oh. Humans, I didn't like as much. Because yeah. I don't need the big song and dance. I don't need, don't make a fucking elephant disappear or reappear. I don't or like levitate. I don't really give a shit. I don't about give that. a shit. Yeah. Did you but how about the one the thing with the beach? The people on the beach in Rio? I don't know how you do that. Or South Africa? Like, yeah. how the fuck do you do that? He's like, go anywhere you want. Anywhere then, on the beach. And then and dig, dig up the right there. Up. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? How do you do that? I don't. See, that's why it's like, what are the chances that he hired that many actors? I, feel I don't like, know. I, I don't know. But I anyway, no idea. anyway what, do, what do you have? So I got two. So I got two for this week. So I like sometimes to do a pick of the pod that kind of um, relates to the, the topic du jour. It's the um, topic of the day. If if you have young young girls in your life, like I do, I have two. Um, there's a fantastic book called Powers of a Girl, written by Lorraine Sink, and mm. it's illustrated by Alex Zhang. Um, it every female superhero um, that Marvel kind of trots out. It's like an encyclopedia of female superheroes, and it's awesome. If you have uh, little girls like I do who are love superheroes, they love video games like their dad. Um, get Powers of a Girl by Lorraine Sink. It'd be a great Christmas present. So if, mm. if you um, so check that out. The other show that I'm watching right now, I just got Peacock because remember we talked about Peacock. I'm like I don't have yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So I got Peacock. It's free. Um, they have all three seasons of AP Bio. I don't know how I missed this show. It's excellent. Oh, is it good? Is that the one with it's, Glenn Howerton? Yes, it's okay. Glenn Howerton. It's uh, Patton Oswalt and uh, Paula Pell, um, who you wouldn't know her. You would know her if you saw her. Um, she's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, super, super funny. Hmm. Um, and just a, a gr- as a teacher, there are jo- like inside teacher jokes in the show that are actually really, really funny. I blew through a season in two days. Wow. Um, so if you have Get Peacock, it's free, and you can watch all of AP Bio. Do okay, it. cool. Yeah, now, they're ads. Uh, yeah, but quick ones. It's okay. not, it's not okay. like, it's like one and then you're okay. back in it. Actually, no, I think the first two seasons, there's no commercials. Oh, wow. All right. So it's like 20 cool. minutes. You're in All and right. out. I like that very much. Uh, Ryan, next week we are going to, uh, unveil the top 25 Christmas movies as voted on by the hashtag dork shared Gooniverse. Uh, you can rate and review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and just about everywhere else. Podcasts are available. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Dork Podcast. We stream live every Monday night. Uh, and then you can follow Davey on Twitch, twitch.tv slash D. We're making dongs. Edit, editing Peters coming up on Friday, it looks like. <laughs> I can't wait for that. It's going to be huge. And if you are on Facebook still, you can uh, like the hashtag dork shared universe just Please type do. that in on facebook and that's where we will be live tomorrow for our superhero draft uh the change my mind podcast guys fryer and wes are in charge of that but i believe mac and goo 
and Rossi and Billy and Shime and Dr. Joe. I think they're all going to be involved in that tomorrow. So looking forward to that. A lot of yelling going to be happening tomorrow. It's not going to be controlled very well. No. Uh, but I'll probably win because I will draft the best superhero team. Pfft, I'm going to throw it like I did the music one. <laughs> You're going to take Blink-182 <laughs> in the second round? Yeah. All right, Ryan, what do they say about wombats? Uh, square poopies. <laughs>